Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments Podcast and a little bit of everything with me. This is a collaboration episode special with the Coupon Queenpin from CQP Moments Podcast and Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything with me. We are going to be recapping the hit show on Netflix called Firefly Lane, season two, part two, episode 11 called The Breast is Yet to Come. From bra stuffing to breastfeeding, Kate experiences several bumps in the road on her journey from a self-conscious teen to a first-time mom. You know, I'm realizing that I feel like this second part of the season is really focused on Kate and her life because we've seen so much of Telly and what she's gone through and especially more in this first half of the season, discovering her dad and everything, building that relationship again with Cloud. Now it's flipped completely. And that's what I'm getting at. You know, I don't know about you. Right, right. Yeah, because actually, believe it or not, this gave me a whole new perspective on Kate. Like, I really see that Kate is anxious about everything. Like, I will say for the first season, it seems like he was the driving force to try to make Kate do everything. But we actually start to see, especially with this episode, that Kate has such this I have to be perfect it has to be to the letter to the t to everything and she's just like on herself crazy about everything so yeah but we open up you know actually believe it or not leaving off where you know episode 10 is finished and Kate and Tully you know Tully's still standing there in the in the doorway, Kate is just looking, you know, looking at her. And they make this kind of like banter, you know, about how, you know, she called and she didn't answer and she wanted to make a dramatic entrance. And it's just like, oh my goodness. But you can also tell that they kind of just don't know what to say. They kind of don't know what to do. And it's really one of those things of what can you say and what can you do at this point? How can you, how can you go through this? You know, but at this point, I, I think, you know, Tully just looking at Kate and saying, wow. And, and she's starting to feel like she abandoned her friend when she needed her most, but she didn't know she was going to go through this. But now we start to see, you know, Kate reminiscing over certain things, over, you know, the, them being friends and even oddly enough, reminiscing over her breasts, you know. And, and it's just like she's thinking, she's going through all of this and she's realizing that it's all been a culmination it's all been, you know, all of this stuff and they're talking and they finally get to a point where, you know, it's the Firefly Lane girls back together. They're hugging, they're crying, 
they're holding each other up as they were before as best friends. And it's like, finally, 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 okay, we can all have that sigh of relief because, you know, Kate and Tully are back together. But, you know, so of course, Tully leaves, they, you know, they make decisions and all this great stuff. And then we see, you know, Kate waking up and looking at herself in the mirror and going through all the, you know, just checking herself and looking at herself and having that kind of silent conversation with herself. And then she realizes that Johnny is awake and they have the, it's really kind of awkward, which was really strange kind of conversation. And it was like, do you want to? Well, only if you want to. Do you want to? Are you sure that you want to? Only if you're up to it. Well, I'm up for it, but is this what you really want? It was like, oh my gosh, can we say yes or no, people? Um, <laughs> but yeah, they're they're having this. And he's still going through the whole, you know, trying to make sure she's comfortable. But it's 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 kind of it's it's kind of comical to watch. But this is when we realize that Kate isn't feeling comfortable in her own body. She's not comfortable with herself. And we're we start these flashbacks. We go first, we go to her breastfeeding, and she is so frustrated with Mara. She's absolutely frustrated. Mara is crying and she is trying to get her to latch on. And it's just so, and you can see the amount of frustration. It's like, you can see the sweat, you can see the tears, you see all of it. And she's pouring everything to be this perfect mom, how she sees herself in her head, what this picture that she had of herself. And it's just not coming together, you know, for her, it's almost like Mara's not cooperating, even though it's not really Mara's fault. But she's just like, and she's blaming herself. She's like, you know, I should be able to do this. Other women do this. I should be able to do this. And she's just getting really, really, you know, just frustrated. But then we go further back and we're in high school where we're watching her and she's looking really cute. She's got this cute outfit on and she's just kind of like trying to figure things out in the, in the mirror. And she's trying to look good for Coop, you know, cause Coop's part of the school play. So she's kind of trying to look good for him. So he'll notice her because uh, there's kind of in this exchange between the two of them. But it's just like, you know, she's even talking to herself in the mirror. You know, that thing that we always do, we we don't want to admit it, but we all do it as teenagers. You know, this is what he's going to say, and this is what I'm going to do. Ooh. So it, it's really funny just to watch, you know, this back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But yeah, there, you know, and you realize that 
she's always had this kind of love hate relationship with her body and especially her breast. She's had this kind of love hate relationship. And it, it's just so really interesting to watch because you watch her think now in the present, thinking back to right after she's had a baby, thinking back to high school. And it's like, oh, the frustration has always been there. But yeah, she's, she's just trying to figure this all out and how how all of this is going to affect her now, how this is going to make things work for her. And one of the things we start to realize is she is, she has, an, she has the surgery coming up and she is nervous about this surgery. You know, she's not, she's, she's trying to figure it out because one of the crazy things is as they're, she and Johnny are figuring things out, the alarm goes off. And as the alarm goes off, they realize that they have an, a pre-op appointment so they've got to get their day going. And she sets up something with, with Tully, you know, so that she can have post-surgery, you know, have something to pick her up post-surgery. And these two are still trying to feel each other out as new old best friends, if, if that is a term, you know. And Tully just keeps apologizing because she realizes she wasn't there for her friend. She feels bad for the stuff with Mara. She she just has all this guilt, all this guilt, all this guilt. And the apologies just keep pouring out and keep pouring out. And she just keeps saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. To the point where even Kate's just like, stop apologizing. You know, it's just like, you don't need to apologize. But she just keeps apologizing, keeps apologizing. She even apologizes for apologizing. It's like, oh my goodness. But, you know, the sense of humor that, you know, like she even said at the beginning, it was like, I'm just trying to make an entrance. You know what I mean? Or when Kate says, you know, I don't know how you do it. Like, how do you really do it? Like, people are walking around you like eggshells. Like, how do you do it? She's like, you just got to be an a-hole and that's it. You know, that sense of humor is coming back. And it's true. They're trying to figure each other out. And I, I know, I apologize. Last week, you know, she got this amazing kiss from Coop. And I was just like, oh, my God. It's, it's, this is, this is the episode where I guess it comes into full circle with everything that's happened to her in the past and the future and during her career days and such and her trying to you know breastfeed Mara and she can't she's frustrated and Johnny's like I'm paying $200 for a lactation uh, coach and everything and it's not working like why don't we just make our life easy and it's frustrating for the both of them but okay we have to talk about Kate and um not Kate what's her name again Tully <laughs> forgot her name for the moment and Mr. Sportsman so she's coming out of the shower, grabbing her clothes downstairs. She's obviously in her birthday suit because it's her house. She can dress however she likes. And as she comes down the stairs to the living room, she has this delay moment of like, 
oh my goodness, you're on my couch, you're listening to music, you're sleeping, and you're eating Cheetos. Like, what is wrong with you? First of all, okay, there was so much wrong with that scenario. First of all, he is in her home. He was just supposed to be watering plants. He is in her home, making himself at home. I was more, I thought I was just more mortified that he was eating Cheetos on a white sofa. Mm -hmm. A white sofa. Like, I would have rather him eat Cheetos on the floor. Find someplace else to sit. Go to the dining room table. Sit on the stairs. But on a white sofa, it's like, oh, my gosh. And he's like, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were here. <laughs> when did you come back? Point. <laughs> <laughs> but that wasn't even a point. I'm like, how are you making her home your home? It, it, it's so, it was just so truly, truly weird. So truly weird. And and I think what got me was at some point, his girlfriend is comfortable with this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he comes and he knocks back on her door and she's like, oh, you do know how to knock. And you know, and they're they're starting to have this conversation because he actually tells her, you know, hints that he's jealous of her and Kate's relationship. That, you know, she left, he was there to pick up the pieces, and he feels like she dumped him as soon as Kate came back into the picture. But she's trying to explain that's not true. But as she's explaining that his girlfriend comes in and she's just like oh he explained what happened he saw your breasts it's okay um you know and oh we just laughed about it I'm sorry about him using your apartment as a man cave oh (laughs) like I, I I didn't understand the whole you know the whole being super comfortable with that like how does that even work but somehow she's extremely comfortable with this she finds no problem with her boyfriend being in Tully Hart's apartment alone or even seeing you know it's just really I don't know it's just a strange dynamic it's it's such a strange dynamic. I I didn't understand how she was so comfortable with that. And why are you comfortable? And and actually I think I was more confused as to why he was using Tully's apartment as his air quotes man cave. I, I, I didn't get that. That's what I didn't get. Like you have a whole apartment. I, I'm I'm not understanding that. He obviously has feelings for her. It's just they don't know. He's trying to judge, okay, I'm in this relationship with Celeste, you know. But I seeing Telly again brings up old feelings, you know what I mean? And it's like, what do I do in this situation? Like, you know, and I feel like he's just doing that on purpose. So this way it's like there's still something going on and trying to figure out like 
where to go from there, I guess, so to say. Like, I don't even know. Like, it's just so weird. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. But I just feel like for him, it's more of, I have a backup sort of way, or I, I'm still, I'm getting these old feelings for Tally, but I don't know what to do. And I'm trying to gauge what my relationship is going to be like and all that. So it's just, it's just hard. Like he's in a rough spot at this point. So I'm curious to know what's going to happen in this relationship because it's just out of, just out of whack and how Celeste is cool about it, which, oh yeah, you know, cause it was like 20 years ago. Like, you know, it's just, you know, it was a long time ago. It's okay. You know, he's like your brother now, you know, but yeah, that was super weird for me. I, I don't know. And, and it's just like, you know, he's always in her house. It, it, it's kind of weird. I, I, I didn't understand. I didn't, I didn't really don't understand that dynamic that they have. Mm-mm. I think that's, that's the weird part for me. But, you know, Kate is punishing herself with this lactation expert who, you know, Johnny is pissed about for the $200 an hour. <laughs> I would be pissed too. I, I I think I would tell her to come with breast milk in hand because if I'm paying you $200 an hour, you're going to magically feed my baby or something. I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, and she tells her, which, which, you know, stress does play a, a big, huge part on everyone's body. So she's telling her, you know, stress from daddy doesn't help, which, you know, Johnny is not happy with the whole daddy mommy titles like she's scolding a child. <laughs> but, um, you know, Kate decides to take a walk because she needs to de-stress. And she runs into Theo after dropping the binky. And no, that's not code for any of things. She literally drops the baby's binky. And um, Theo is actually the gentleman that picks it up and he realizes, hey, it's Kate who he hasn't gotten over. And to boot, he is still single, ladies and gentlemen. So he is not happy to see Kate with her new bundle of joy that she's married to Johnny, her former ex and that's his daughter like like kick him keep kicking him and keep kicking him some more and kick him kick him kick him you know so he's not happy about it they have a small exchange and he lets her know that he's not happy about it at all in fact he throws the binky back on the ground it's like oh okay tell me how you really feel so, you know, and, and this is when we realize that Kate really, like I said at the beginning, she stresses and she's anxious about all the little things. These are the things that keep getting to her. These are the key things that throughout all the years have gotten to her, keep making her, you know, even though it's motivating her, it's not always good motivation. It's not always making her 
go the way she should go. So, yeah. And while she's out, guess who stops by? Mom and Sean. Mom and Sean stop by to tell her how amazing she should be doing. And, you know, Sean wants to donate Julia's frozen breast milk. And mom wants to promote bottle feeding. Um, And poor Kate just feels like she's stuck because, of course, they've got their whole crazy dynamic going. And Johnny's just like, hey, uh, I wouldn't mind bottle feeding, you know, but no one's making it easy on her. And I think the more they're talking, the more stressed out she gets because she even goes, it's time for me to pump again. I've got to go. I've got to go. So it's like, oh, oh, okay, Kate. Okay. We need you to kind of calm down here. I really felt bad for Kate at this point because you just... It's not easy. I kind of had the same feeling for her the first 24 hours when I gave birth. I was just like, I don't think this is working out. Try it again. Try it again. And it's just, it gets frustrating. It really does. But, you know, it's, again, everything's coming full circle with this episode. And, of course, we see Mr. Sportsman knocking on Telly's door because he always needs something. And apparently he lost his cell phone. <laughs> so she's yep, like, he all right. Come he on in. Exactly. I mean, like, what is she supposed to tell him? What, what is she supposed to say? <laughs> like, really? You know? And I think the crazy part is this is when she lets him know what's going on. And and it's super crazy because they they he now understands and he now wants to be there for Tully and he's like, you know what? Let's just let's just, you know, sit here and drink wine and eat popcorn. I bought a movie over you know, of course, this is way before Netflix and chill kind of thing. This is when Netflix was actually still known for DVDs um, <laughs> and shipping them to your house. So for those that don't know, yeah, Netflix used to ship the DVDs to your house. So they're, you know, they're, they're preparing to watch a movie. But then we sit there and we flash back to high school, of course, because it's dress rehearsal time. And, you know, everybody's got to figure out what they're doing, what they're wearing, how they're going to look, if things need to be altered. And it's time for them to get into character. And, you know, they're dressed, they're going through the lines. And even though Tully did a great audition it's like romeo oh romeo where for our, our romeo i was like oh okay we're doing this everybody's super bored great um <laughs> you know and the teacher actually tells him hey you know you're supposed to be hung on her every word because it's not just 
Tully that's giving this non-interaction action. It's Coop, her co-star. They're just not doing it. And he starts to repeat it. And then Tully actually gets pulled in to the scene and she goes straight into action. And he's like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And she kind of snaps back and realizes that, oh, wow, she's um kind of fallen for the teacher. It's like, uh-oh. But at the same token, we see Coop kind of like nodding at Kate. And she says, well, I have to go back and I need to go to the uh, prop room and I'll see you in a little bit. And they go to the prop room and things happen. They hook up in the prop room. So it's like, okay, that happens. So, you know, it's just really crazy because it's, they're they're going through all of this and but it's just one of those things of hey is is this really happening to Kate is she really having her own moment is she is she not because we've I think the thing that got to me like is we're we're starting to see Kate outside of Tully's shadow because it seemed like before Kate was more in Tully's shadow. Now we're seeing Kate being Kate outside of the shadow, outside of being, you know, so it's like, oh, okay. But yeah, so where we come back to the present and they're getting, they've gotten back from Johnny and Kate have actually come back from the doctor's office and she walks in her kitchen and Tully yells surprise and there's this whole big sign up you know banner that says thanks for the memories and it's like oh okay play on words and she let she lets you know lets her know hey you know Johnny helped me set this up he's taking Mara it's just you and me we're going to have this party before, you know, before you have your, your surgery. And, um, you know, we're just going to do whatever it is you need us to do. And they're having a great time. And so she reveals all this stuff. And at first she starts pouring. She says, well, you can have some, but I can't have some talking about what she thinks is champagne, but it's actually not champagne. It's sparkling apple cider because, of course, she's there for her friends. And it's so it's so amazing that they're there for each other. And they're sitting there. They're just having a great time. And they do something rather interesting, which I thought they would never do. They do something I think we've only ever seen in 90 Day Fiance, where they do kind of like, this cast molding of their chests. I'm like, oh, okay. They're really doing this. And they're sitting there and they're talking. 
and they're just having a conversation. And we actually get to see more of the love-hate relationship that Kate has with her body and how she just, you know, is not really, hasn't really been with it and how she's just been so upset with everything, you know. But then we go back to high school and this is post the whole hookup in the prop room, but they're still at dress rehearsal. And, you know, of course, in true typical best friend status, Kate and Telly start talking about the situation. And so, you know, they're giggling, they're saying whatever. But then across the stage, one of the guys says to Coop, hey, uh, did you hook up with Malarkey? And so she's like, no, of course not. We would never. And then he goes, no, no, I'd never do that. And the funny thing is, that's when you see Tully get so angry. Like, even though it's not happening to her, he's denying her friend. He's denying knowing her friend. And she's like, he's not worth your time. He's not worth you. He's not worth anything you've got going on. And it's like, oh my goodness. And it's super, like, it's super crazy to watch. But then, you know, we're looking back and all of Kate's thoughts about her her breasts and everything and it's just like ugh. and we see her sitting there it's time to take the casting off and they take them off and they're sitting on a thing and it's so crazy because Kate just starts to cry she's like you know she realized that all this time that her, her body was beautiful but she was just so upset with how it was and her own body is so beautiful. And so, you know, Tully is consoling her and everything. And we actually see the day of she wakes up and she goes out to, she opens the, the curtains and she goes out onto her balcony. And she just takes off her robe and she's enjoying being free, you know, just standing there. I I was kind of concerned with what was going to happen, but she's just really enjoying being free. And we see her reminiscing on, you know, looking at herself in the mirror when she was in high school and all that stuff. And, but she is, it's kind of her acceptance at this point. And that's when we see, you know, her at the hospital getting prepped for her procedure. And Mara's there and Tully's there and Johnny's there. And they're rolling her in. And as they roll her in, you know, it kind of fades to black. But then we see 10 years later and we realize we're at a wedding 
and we're not kind of not sure whose wedding it is. But then we see Tully getting ready. And it's like, Tully's getting married? So, yeah. I'm not sure. Is this Tully's wedding? Is Johnny getting remarried to Kate? What's going on? Confusing. Confusing. I think everybody thought that it was Telly's wedding marrying Johnny because he's all suited up and Sean's there. And it's just like, this is just too much for me at this point. What is happening? But this is 10 years later. So there's so much left to be um, answered because there's like, I was thinking myself, like, is this really Telly's wedding? Like, is this, is this what they're doing to us right now? Because I, I can't handle it. You know, Kate's still alive, right? So can we just get through how you know, how does this relationship come back to normal again? What happened? Like, I know all of a sudden we see your breastfeeding and they're, they're, I don't even know if they're even married yet at that point. So it's like, they really threw us for a loop in this episode, but it came full circle of what she's going through and how she felt when she was a teenager and the difficulty she had. So I really like how they did this, but you don't throw us off here at 10 years later at the ending. Hello. <laughs> That's not cool. Exactly, exactly. So we will see, we will see. Oh my gosh, is it safe to say we can wrap this thing up? Let's wrap it up. As always, guys, because yourselves and because each other. And that's all we have for now. Mm-hmm.